Whoa! Hello, welcome to Podcast But Outside, intro for episode 176. We recorded this at an alien convention. Holy nuts! It is pretty much everything you want out of that title. We talked to people who are really into aliens from a perspective of being just curious. We talked to people who are really into aliens from a perspective of being maybe unwell. We talked to people who are into aliens from a perspective of having been abducted. Yeah, well, that's on Patreon. Oh, that was on Patreon? Uh Uh-huh. Oh. Well, someone got abducted on our Patreon. So that was kind of cool and a good reason to subscribe. Thanks for all your comments last week, or last episode we put out about the what you wanted more of going forward. I guess we'll just stick to the editing style. Yeah, we'll keep editing. Thank uh, you, think, know and love. We just got back from tour. Thank you so much for letting us go on tour. Um, all the shows were sold out and really, really fun. Thank you to everyone who came out to the shows. Um, I got an infection on my eye from tour again, which happened last time, which happened is cool. Last time. It's kind of exciting for me. And I got sick. Yeah, it was exhausting, and we'll maybe never do a longer tour like that again. But we got some other shows to promote. Los Angeles dates on 4 4 5 2 and 5 30. The June show got moved to 5 30. And then in Dur- Denver, Dr- Denver, Denver, Colorado, on June 5th, Monday, there's it's a small venue. There's not that many tickets le- available left. Uh, well, it was just announced today, but the number of tickets total is not that big. So buy those quickly. Uh, we're coming to Denver, finally. People have been asking. And yeah, if you can buy tickets for that right away, because if we sell out, we're going to move to a bigger venue, and that'll be better for us. So buy your tickets now. And and better for you. You get to meet more people. Yeah, it is more fun in a bigger venue, and, and everything, will be, everything will be good. We're gonna, we got merch now. We're going to restocking our merch. We haven't restocked our merch in a long time, like years. Uh, so we just changed up our website, and now we have a bunch of merch from Printful. So it's going to be fulfilled by order, not going to be me shipping it by hand, which is why we never restocked merch, because I hated doing that. It was exhausting. But now we're going to have merch printed from a website that yeah. does it all. Let us know what you want. We can choose literally, basically anything, yeah. from mugs to, like, backpacks to, I don't know, uh, sandwiches, slugs. Yeah. So make a comment of what type of merch you want to see. Do you want to see a hat? Do you want to see a sweater? Right now we'll put on, right now there's some shirts and some sweaters and mugs, um, but we can change it. We can add more stuff. So let us know what you want to um, buy. Theme song. Is by Jacoa. It's a short theme song. And I think they made this about aliens in mind. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe we should use a rap theme song for next week. We got a guest. Oh, Logic, the rapper from, from music. So if you want to make us a theme song for next week, that's rap. That Logic will listen to. If you want your music to be heard by Logic, because he will watch it, yeah, uh, send it to us and we'll put it on next week's show. Actually, maybe have the word Logic in there somehow. Ooh. That's a challenge to all you rappers out there. All right, enjoy the episode. It's really a, a fantastic one. Bye. Can you hear us, by the way? Yeah, he can yeah. hear us. Hello. 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 And Hello, welcome to Podcast, podcast but outside. outside. This is the world's first podcast. My name is Andrew Mashan. And I am technically on public property. Yeah, uh, we are set up on public property in Pasadena at AlienCon. It's, um, I guess it's, uh, what is that? What is AlienCon? It's like where all the Mexicans go. Oh, yes. It is a, is it a convention for um, migrants to the United States to, I guess, just figure out what's up here and try to get in a sense of... No, it's, it's actually about the aliens from space. Uh, this is a convention for aliens from outer space to, I guess, I guess we're kind of telling them to come here and like check out Earth or something. Yeah. You know, we did an episode here before when it was actually called CatCon. It was the same convention center. And CatCon was chill. Alien Con, not so much. Alien Con, not so chill. We've been talked to by two or three different security guards since we started setting up. Um, and we said, oh, but this is public property. And he said, I don't know about that. And then he came back and he said, have fun, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess it is public property. Turns out, joke's on him. Um, we actually kick ass. We saw Angela here at CatCon. Maybe we'll see Dwight here. All right. We did see Angela from the office at CatCon. Then we saw her in Vancouver. We did see her in Vancouver. We rode the elevator with her. We did ride the elevator with her. We told her, hey, we saw you outside of CatCon. And she's like, she's, oh, She yes. maced us. <laughs> she sprayed us with peppers right in the elevator. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she hated it. She's like, never bring up that day. That was the worst day of my life. No, she was very nice. She's a very nice person. So, okay. So I think this is a, a thing for people who are into like 
Aliens, I think A&E, I think the network is all, it's all about that. Hey, how are you? Do you have any information on aliens? No? Okay. You wish. Okay. I'd love to learn about them. You want to talk to us? Want to talk to us a little bit? We're just talking about anything. If you got some stuff to share about aliens or anything else, any interest you have. Yeah, have a yeah. seat. We'd love to talk to you. You guys seem interesting. You guys seem friendly and interesting, and yeah. that's what we want. And tell us a little bit about, what are your guys' names? I'm Tina. Hi, Tina. Tina. What's your name? I'm Dave. 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 Tina and Dave. Dave, I love your stash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I love a good whole, stash. I love your whole vibe. Dave's got the outlaw mustache. Yeah. What brought you guys to this alien convention today? Just wanted to know if... I, there was something I didn't know about it because I watch all the ancient alien things on TV. I've uh -huh. probably seen, I know there's over 100 of them, but I've probably seen 90% of them. Wow. Did you learn anything new today? Uh, no, not really. I was telling her, you know, all the stuff they said. They had their little meeting of the five or six guys up there with Travis and, you know, everybody, but most of all the stuff they said, I already knew. It's just mm. the, the <laughs> American public can't handle it. Interesting. So, yeah. Well, what do you think is the is the thing that the American public would freak out about the most? That there's more than one alien species here. Mm. That there's aliens living inside the planet. Mm. Inside. Inside. How did they get there? Uh, I don't know. I didn't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> how long? Good do you question. How long do you think they've been there? Uh, they've been there for a long time. They have uh, been there longer than we've been here. Interesting. Wow. And so what's and what's the reason for them being inside the planet? Well, I don't know, but I heard a guy uh, that was on his deathbed talk about they have that big machine that cuts tunnels in mm -hmm. the tanks go through and all that, and they've got tunnels from here to Oklahoma, and mm. it's all military. You know, those things are like I don't know, thirty feet across. Mm -hmm. And they cut in, they cut through the mountainsides, they cut through solid rock. Our military has them. Sure, sure. And what, uh, are the, what are those tunnels used for, the military ones? Well, so they can do underground stuff without the... Like what sort of stuff are they doing under there? Well, you know, hiding equipment that sure. we have, hiding, you know, advanced technology, because their satellites can pick up what we're doing if it's mm. above ground. So mm. everything, you know decades ago went underground right mm. but the one i heard that i was referring to was uh you know they have blueprints of these tunnels so they all know where they're at mm -hmm. and they were cutting through some solid rock and it broke open into an area that was you know wide open no mm. rock and uh when the dust all cleared there was reptilians standing there with laser rifles oh my gosh and all they got are you know, AK-47, so yeah. they got into a firefight, and it was pretty gnarly. You know, he said, I was sworn to secrecy, don't say anything. If you say anything, we'll kill your family. You know, all the wow. same shit they same all shit. do. They all, they all do that to keep them quiet. He was a military guy on his deathbed? Fear factor, yeah. Wow. It's, it's the whole fear factor, so they don't say anything because they don't want it out because some people will believe it, you know. Yeah. Mm. But I mean. How long has your mind been open to this stuff? Oh, for years, ever since Ancient Aliens came out on TV, I've been mm. watching them all. Yeah. And are you into it as well, or he got you into it, or are you into it on your own? Well, um, I've, I've been watching the Ancient Aliens uh -huh. uh, recently, but I've um, been interested in the subject matter since, I guess, high school. High possibly. school. Yeah. Have, have either of you had any experiences that you can't explain? I had a girlfriend with this little crazy, but I haven't seen anything <laughs> in the air. <laughs> <laughs> she might be reptilian. <laughs> No, she was supposedly normal, but, you know, after you date him for a certain amount of months, the normalcy goes away, and uh, then the real person comes out, and you're like, uh -huh. I'm out. <laughs> you know, you've had that. Yeah. Hey. There's some relationships that last two months, and there's some that last 20 years. There's a reason for that. I get it. <laughs> Are you guys in a relationship together? Uh, yeah. We're hanging yeah. out. Yeah. Hanging, hanging out. Hanging okay, out. buddies. She says yes, he says buddies. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Where'd you guys meet? How'd you guys meet? 20 years ago or something? Whoa. Whoa. Longer? 30? Um, I think uh, what was it was about 45 years ago. I was with my best friend and on Hermosa Avenue. We were hanging out. She was five to get years old. Out. <laughs> 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 I, I was an ovary in somebody's imagination at the time. Um, 
and uh, he was cruising in front of my house. We were trying to sunbathe on my outside my okay. window on Hermosa candy Avenue, apple red and Corvette. he was in a candy apple red Corvette with his stereo playing so gosh darn loud. And she she says, "I want to marry that guy." And we didn't know who he was, but that's uh, funny thing. Yeah. Um, and then have you? Yeah, we met a long time after that. Yeah. A long time after that. Whoa. And, and did you make the, the connection like, yeah. oh, I was that red Corvette guy, or or had you kind of been in each other's lives a little bit since then? Well, it's just it was a small town. Oh, small mm-hmm. town. Yeah, small town. Redondo yeah, Beach. Yeah, real small town. Redondo okay, Beach. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are no nor- noise ordinances in Hermosa Beach, so you can play your music really loud. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So you like loud men. Fascination with sound. Okay. okay. In fact, what was the girl's name that said that? Julie Ash. Her mom yeah. was the I ended up being with Julie Ash. Oh, you got with Julie Ash? Yeah. But Julie Ash kind of snuck in there at some point. So Whoa. basically, if you're in a red Corvette, any girls you drive by, eventually you will get with them? Well, that was the old days. Probably <laughs> uh, not now. No. <laughs> now you pick them up in the Trans Am. Yeah. Okay. Do you yeah, still have the red Trans Am convertible? <laughs> Do you still have the red Corvette? Is it so Do you still have the red Corvette? Oh, yeah, I still have it. I've had that car for like ever since 1977. Wow. It's a show car, so yeah. It's, oh, wow. I drive it once a month, so it doesn't get screwed up. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Same car. Yeah. Do you ever go for a ride in that car, kind of relive the magic? Um, the vet, no. The new Trans Am yet, but it's an old Trans Am. I'm, I'm waiting for the aliens to send you a dialed-in spaceship now. Yeah. Because mm. we've come to That's Alien the only thing Con, I don't have. And you don't have one of those. I collect cars. Oh, yeah. How many cars do you have? 13. 13. Whoa. Where do you park them? Well, I rent garages all over Redondo Beach. <laughs> Dude, this is an expensive in, yeah. hobby, brother. Yeah, they're 115 a month for a freaking garage. Jeez. It's, what do you, it's what like do you, another car payment. Uh, what do you do for work? I'm retired. I used to work construction. Construction. Okay, nice. Yeah. Very cool. What's your favorite um, car that you own right now? Probably the Corvette. The Corvette. That's the same one, the red Corvette? Yeah. You got a lot of memories I, that I got thing? like $200,000 in that car. Wow. So wow. Yeah. It's got a bubble glass windshield, no roof. That Whoa. sounds cool. Good for UFO viewing. Yeah. But you've never, s- <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, you've never seen any. Uh, UFOs? I haven't seen it. My sister uh, had, had saw them one night. They were up in the mountains, and she came home and told me about it. Uh, it was pretty heavy. She was, like, traumatized. Really? And, and they didn't even, you know, they didn't have any missing time or anything, so. But just the experience of seeing but, it. But they were sitting around the fireplace, and, and it came over. You know, it was probably, like, the height of this building, what is that, like 50 feet? Sure. Yeah. Feet? yeah. So it came over and it was pretty low, and her and her husband looked up at it and they didn't say anything. They were just like, because it made no sound. Yeah. Wow. You know, and it was like. Yeah. So, how many alien species do you think there are on Earth? Well, that's what they don't know, but there's at least like 10 or 20. And, and what do you think the reason is why and it's not. And they're different shapes. Okay. Mm. You know, there's. Uh, but are they disguised as humans or. Well, some of them, yeah, can shape shift, but I mean, the real, what they really look like is mm-hmm. most of them are two arms, two legs, and a head, because that's the, it works for everything. Sure. Yeah. But uh, there's the ones that look like insects, there's the ones that look like reptilians, hmm. there's, you know, the ones in Hawaii that are, that hang out in the uh, tubes, in the lava tubes, they, they were there before anybody else came along and they went underground because we came with all our guns and all that. But why haven't the aliens just be like, I'm going to be out and proud? Like, what's stopping them from just, like, going to the mall? Yeah, what's Probably stopping them? Probably having a brain because <laughs> <laughs> we want to defend ourselves and kill anything that doesn't look like us because that's, huh. that's mm. how we are as sure. people. Yeah, I mean, I could see 2023 going in the movement of, like, uh, alien pride. Yeah, like, right. You know, like yeah, how people were, right. people were afraid to be gay, exactly, and now people I mean. are afraid to be like aliens. Out and proud. Out and or, proud. Both. Yeah. or both. Yeah, or both. Gay yeah. aliens. <laughs> yeah. I was just afraid of zombies. Yeah. You were, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Zombie apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that I don't believe in, but. Okay. Not into zombies. Yeah. Hey, Coat. Yeah. I'm ready to get abducted into our incredible sponsor. Hey, I'm always ready to be abducted. Thank you to Care Up. Care Slash. Oh, what's this? What is this? Oh, that's mine. I'm sorry. What is that? Uh, it's just mine. Care of is a subscription service that ships high-quality, personalized vitamin supplements and powders conveniently to your door every month. Everyone is different, especially when it comes to health needs and goals, and that's why Care of is here to make it easier than ever to stick to a vitamin routine personally tailored to your everyday wellness. You take a short, in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and health goals for a personalized doctor-backed recommendation, taking the guesswork out of what supplements you are best are best suited for you. <laughs> 
care of is really awesome you basically go to their website you take a quiz you tell them what sort of health goals you have you tell them you know your different dietary restrictions maybe you eat meat maybe you don't eat fish maybe you don't do eggs and they can recommend supplements that might be helpful for your life and it fits within your needs so true slay andrew and they also send you these amazing little individually wrapped packages that just says hi cole and it's got all the vitamins that he needs to take for that day based on their recommendations it's really great they recommend high quality vitamins that i've actually taken in the past and found on my own and they're saying you know it's actually good that you've been taking those because you should keep taking them and here's ones with your name on them that is individually wrapped for each day yeah and it helps you remember your name my name's cole look sometimes it's hard to figure out what sort of vitamins you need to be taking how to incorporate them into your life care of takes the guesswork out of it you take their quiz they pair you with the best vitamins that have you feeling your best and if you want to get 50 percent off your first care of order go to takecareof.com and enter code outside 50 that's takecareof.com enter code outside 50 this is an easy thing you can do for yourself that might make you feel a little better in the coming new year enjoy care of we love it so and it's time for the podcast to go to the next sponsor which is earth breeze why does laundry detergent come in massive plastic jugs Ugh. who wants that that's heavy and bad right it's messy goo it's 90 percent water and a lot of them don't get recycled 91 percent of them at 700 million detergent jugs wind up in our landfills every single year but you gotta still do laundry your clothes gotta be fresh you have to that's why we both switched to earth breeze yeah earth breeze laundry detergent eco sheets look like dryer sheets but they're not they dissolve 100% in any wash cycle, hot or cold. It couldn't be easier. No measuring or mess. Just toss them in. Earth Breeze really has made the whole concept of detergent simply better. The packaging is compact, biodegradable, plastic-free. Their eco-sheets are vegan, cruelty-free, and dermatologically tested and safe for sensitive skin. Mmm. Earth Breeze. They offer flexible subscriptions that can be adjusted, paused, or canceled by you at any time without penalty. And with their Buy One, Give 10 initiative, each purchase donates 10 loads of detergent to a charitable cause of your choice. A whopping 30 million loads have already been donated. These little sheets have turned a chore into an act of kindness. And most important, you still get a powerful clean for your clothes. I've been using Earth Breeze on some loads of laundry. It cleans just as well as the heavy plastic jugs do. It came right in the mail, just shipped directly to my house in a little cardboard little package. It said, hey, this is for your laundry. I said, okay. And it actually was. Yeah, it takes up no space at all. Fits right between the, my dryer and my wall. Yeah, and if you go to a laundromat, this is so much easier than carrying your own laundry detergent. This is definitely the way to do it, but you won't really know until you try it, and if you don't like it, EarthBreeze will give you a full refund. You don't even have to send it back. They're that confident you'll love it as much as we do. EarthBreeze, that's so nice of you. Yeah, they're really nice, kind people over there, and now is the time to try EarthBreeze, because right now, our listeners can subscribe and save 40%. <gasps> Go to earthbreeze.com slash outside, outside to get started. That's earthbreeze.com slash outside for 40% off earthbreeze.com slash outside you gotta do laundry you gotta support the show give it a shot please please okay so and then what do you think the aliens are doing here why are they here and what, what's their purpose i'm sure it's all building to a point mm. i don't know if it's negative or bad you know that's the problem is nobody knows so mm. we just keep mm. going along with the program hoping for the best outcome because yeah. they're thousands of years ahead of us so right. if we got in a fight with them it'd probably be over pretty quick right but it seems like if they're here and they don't they're not they haven't already destroyed us they probably don't want to right right so what's yeah so they're that's, here for other that's reasons the same way i look at it right yeah. if, if they could have destroyed us so why didn't they if that was their object mm. right do you believe in like different dimensions yeah there's different there there are different dimensions that was explored one time when i was watching ancient aliens and most of them can come in our dimension uh-huh. but we don't really know how to get into theirs. Right. right. So that's why we can't see it or mm-hmm. relate to it. Mm-hmm. Because huh. And so are you guys both still in Redondo Beach area, Hermosa Beach? Yeah. Yeah. You, what made you stay there your whole life? Well, I was raised in PV, but, uh, okay. you know, once I got an apartment down at the beach, I didn't want to go back. To You're close to the beach? You go there every day? No, I live at the beach. You, okay, are you at yeah. the beach all the time? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I'm not at the beach. Not like this because it's rainy and sure. cold out. But, but normally when it's nice out, you're at the beach? Oh, yeah. I always got one of my convertibles cruising around. Mm. <laughs> you're, you're a local guy there. Yeah. I've mm. been. Well, I built a house there in 02. Uh-huh. Four bedroom, three bath. It's a couple blocks from the ocean. That you live in? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. And then... You know, it's funny because nobody moves from the beach to Palos Verdes. Everybody moves from Palos Verdes to the beach. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not really a money thing. It's just a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Wow. So how do you spend most of your retirement? Hmm. 
Running women and getting intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> is he kidding? What? Is he kidding? About being intoxicated? We're not intoxicated. No, no, about, about, about how he spends his she time. She the other part. I <laughs> haven't had my Manhattan today. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> but no, I just collect classic exotic cars. That's my hobby. Okay. That's my yeah. thing. Right. So that's how I spend most of my time. Okay. And, and do you see a car and you just are like, I have to have that? Yeah, I got buyers. What's it called when you see it? You got to have it. And do you uh, just see a woman? Impulse. And, and do you see a woman? And you just think I have to have that? Well, yeah, it goes <laughs> along with it. I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's all impulse. You think there's a connection there? Impulse buy, employ, impulse girlfriend. Yeah. Do you have any kids? Uh, yeah, I have a son and a daughter. They're both grown now. Nice. Twenty. Uh, 28 and 34. Wow. Daughter's okay. 34. Her okay. name's Nirvana. My son's name is Tristan. Far nice. out. Yeah. Are right. they still around the area? Yeah, they live in Torrance. People, uh, people my daughter them. lives in my apartment building in Redondo. Oh, oh nice. nice. Daddy landlord. Yeah, I have to give her money off. You know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> her neighbors are like, damn, how much yeah. is your rent? How much is that? <laughs> That's not what we pay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do your kids belie- also believe in aliens and stuff? And uh, sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know. I've I've watched so many of those shows, Ancient Aliens, and it makes so much sense that it's like totally plausible. Do you think there's going to be some more concrete proof in the next little bit? I think if they're going to release it, they're going to have to do it slowly, Mm. little pieces, you know, bit by bit, spread out over years, decades, who knows. Mm. But uh, if they release it all at once, it'll be like War of the Worlds in 1939. People yeah. just freak out. What do you think is one of the scariest things you've heard? The underground reptilian thing kind of... That freaks you out. Blew my peanut, yeah. Hmm. Blew your peanut. Yeah. Huh. Wow. That's, yeah, I mean, it's... Haven't heard that one before. No, I like it. I like <laughs> it. I mean, that phrase kind of blew... That's a Redondo Beach thing, it blew my peanut. That, that phrase kind of blew my peanut, honestly. Yeah. Has anything blown your peanut recently? <laughs> the weather is crazy in California. It just got here from Annapolis. I've been living in mm. Annapolis yeah. a while. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. That blew I, your peanut? I, I don't think that I um, have a catchphrase that's mm. quite okay. as crazy. <laughs> I, I don't think I have a 55 peanut. 55 mile an hour wind <laughs> yeah. yes, a couple that's true. weeks ago in Redondo. <laughs> <laughs> two, what, two, <coughs> two weeks before his, um, how many, does it weigh 200 pounds, that statue? I asked yeah. him, uh, aren't you afraid? I asked him, aren't you afraid that, uh, how do you hold that thing down, uh, the statue? And he's like, honey. That thing weighs 200 pounds. That's not going anywhere. Uh, what's, the what's, the what's the statue? It blew says over. You won't believe it. It blew it over. It blew over. See? The storms like a week or two ago Whoa. where there, was, there were 55 mile an hour winds for two days straight in Whoa. Redondo. The second day I walked down to the balcony to feed the squirrels. The statue's in my trees. Whoa. How, what's the statue of? Uh, the statue is Wing Victory. And it broke one of her wings. It's Ooh. an old Greek statue. Whoa. How many, Roman. How many squirrels do you feed? All that show up. <laughs> I put a couple handfuls out there every day. Mm. Sometimes there's six. Sometimes there's only one. Have huh. any of them gotten comfortable enough to like come very close to you or climb on oh, you? Oh, yeah. I hand feed them. Oh, <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. It takes it out of my hand. She's seen it. Whoa. Yeah. Are those yeah. your only pets? Uh, no. Well, they're not really my pets. They're sure. wild. Sure. So. Yeah. How, do you, how do you know they're not secretly aliens? <laughs> Dirty tail might be. I don't. Okay. <laughs> and what are you feeding them? Are they eating your peanut? Yeah, they're just they like either roasted or or unroasted. Okay, <laughs> cool. So but my cat peanut. sits on the bed and just stares right through the glass. <laughs> He's like, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah, he checks them out all morning until they're gone. Oh my god. So it's like squirrel TV for my cat. Yeah. How yeah. often do you guys see each other? Me and you my too. cat. No, you too. Oh. <laughs> 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 he goes on reconnaissance if the cat doesn't come in. Once yeah. in a while. Once in a while? <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. okay, cool. That's kind of cool to maintain a friendship all these years later. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know what happened to Julie, so who knows where that is. Do you know is. what happened to Julie? Ju- what happened to Julie Ash? Uh, I have no idea, but um, anyway. Huh. We, used, we used to party together. We all used to party together. <laughs> yeah. In the what 80s. Is, what do you do when you party? Or what did you used to do when you party? Oh, God. I can't say all that on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep it PG. You okay. guys will cut the whole reel no, up. No, we won't. <laughs> you, we, you, can, you can be as candid as you want. Yeah, you can talk about your peanut or whatever, really. <laughs> your peanut? <laughs> no, we just, you know, it was the 80s. So yeah, yeah, different time. Same thing everybody was doing. Yeah, yeah. partying all night, 
trying to get up in the morning with a couple hours sleep and go work on a table saw and hope I didn't lose a finger. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was pretty wild. So did you did you eventually become like an overseer of construction projects, like yeah. a foreman and stuff? Yeah. And you and did you like working in that world? I did, actually. It was uh, you know, the smell of fresh cut wood all day. So when you drive around do you see a lot of houses that you worked on? Um, yeah. Yeah. I do. And what what world have you worked in? What world have I worked in? Yeah. Um well, I like to travel, mm. so I've been working on getting back to California. I work in a uh, restaurant, oh. bartending. Okay. Wait, but you don't live in California? I don't bartend right now. I'm you don't live in server. California anymore? I just came back to California in oh. December. From where? Okay. Annapolis. Where's that? Minnesota? Maryland. Oh. Okay. It's very far. It's really cold there. It's Why? about the what? same weather we're having right here. What brought you there? Only it flooded this week. What brought oh. you out there? Huh? What brought you out there? Oh, it's, um, you know, it's been a long time. What, uh, that was 2020. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. have any children? It's like zero degrees back there now. <laughs> yeah, I do, it's but crazy. they're grown up. They're, they're grown, grown up. up. Yeah. Okay. Do you give them a discount on rent or? <laughs> 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 One's in Washington, D.C. and then the other one is at school in Santa okay. Barbara. So you're not involved in their rent at all. Yeah. Have you seen that alien thing, by the way? You wanna, have you seen that like weird alien doll thing? <laughs> no. It's so it's so funny. I saw it this morning. It's oh, got like millions of followers online, and oh. he just takes that doll and he goes. Oh, to, like, that one. He goes to like events and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Because I saw it because they reposted it on the ancient alien thing. Oh. Well, the creepy part is when he sleeps with it all night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get a picture of that doll. <laughs> no, it's so weird. I was looking at this thing on Instagram, and it's got like it looks like an alien. Two million followers. Yeah. But it goes to like music festivals and stuff, and it's shot from like behind its head. And he's like puts outfits on it, and it's like it's jamming out. But I just thought, like, what's the sad reality of like the guy who's holding it yeah. behind? And now we just saw a bit of the background, and he probably hates that we got a shot of what he looks like. God. And if you notice, every guy that's holding one of those is alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hate these. So guys. there is that. <laughs> you got, you got the right attitude. You don't see any chicks hitting on him. <laughs> Maybe you should put some rabbit ears on it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. That is so funny, man. <sighs> huh, well, we don't want to take you guys forever. We want to let you go and do your All thing. Right. Do you have but any uh, final words final or, thoughts or thoughts or anything you want to share? You've Did been you great. Did you Herschel hat online? No, it was given to me at a uh, convention <sighs> that I was at, oh. at a festival. Yeah, yeah. I like it. You got that for free, and now it's I become like your free. life. I know. I love it. The only thing I'd say is party like it's still the 80s. Yes. Yeah. I like that. I'll try. But if you're single, of course. Yeah, if yeah. you're single. <laughs> or willing to cheat. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's Cole's phrase. If you're single or willing to cheat. Yeah. Uh, that's that's kind of what you got to know. Huh. Well, Dave, you're awesome. Maybe we'll come to Redondo sometime and film an episode out there. You can show us the ropes. Cool. This, do you social have social media? media or do oh, you, do I can you leave you a business card. Awesome. I'd love to get Dave's business card. It sounds real nice. It just says retired. It has <laughs> your number on it. <laughs> Uh, oh Pretty my much. God! This oh is, well. Oh my! Wait, hold on can a second. <laughs> we g- we're not gonna let you leave before uh, before you reveal that you can come here. Dave, yeah. I'm gonna get rid of your number, but Dave is a certified professional life coach. Okay, Dave, <laughs> you cannot leave until you tell you. <laughs> look at that photo. It's from the '80s. You look like the Terminator. It looks like the way you're gonna fix my life is by fucking me. <laughs> 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 That's how Dave's going to fix your life By giving you the best night of your life <laughs> Okay, tell us about this life coaching you, We cannot let you leave before you tell us about this life coaching Well, what I did was You know, once I retired I really wasn't doing anything So, you know, just buying cars And playing around, driving them around So I thought, you know, everybody's got a business card I'm just going to yeah. get a business card printed up You know So I thought, you know I've heard this term professional life coach and I'm like, what the hell's that? Yeah. So I thought I can be a life coach. My life turned out pretty good. I know what I'm doing. I can, I'm going to be a life coach. Yeah. I never went to college or school or anything for it. I just printed up 10,000 cards. (laughs) (laughs) Have you coached some people? Uh, yeah, but they don't listen. They don't listen. listen. What what advice do you give? Buy an apartment building. That's <laughs> Pretty much, that's all you need to do. You're good to go. <laughs> wow. You know? What if you don't have the money to buy an apartment building? Well, you know, you can get loans and stuff like that, you know. Huh. But that's it. That's the answer. That's the answer because what happens is the, everybody's rent pays your mortgage and you have leftover money. So mm. you live off everybody that's paying rent and so, you don't have to work. So you're not about like spiritual or personal development. You're like just get an apartment building. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) 
the spiritual thing's good, but it doesn't pay the bills. Right. And if you don't pay the bills, then it's not happening. Mm. So. so you've told people to do that. <laughs> Have they hired you? Have they paid you to give life advice to life uh, coach them? Well, that's not, you know, that's the long-term end, but I don't start off with, you mm. know, you should buy an apartment mm. building at right. the beach. Right. What's like a common like goal people come to you with like they yeah. say like what are they unhappy about that they need life coaching oh well you know everybody's got the same problems it's pretty much you know i can't make my bills i can't make ends meet mm. it's uh mm. it's this or that you know so it's usually so. about money well i've sat people down and gone over the paperwork with them and say you know stuff you don't really need you need to cut out whatever mm-hmm. you cut out you have more money left to do what you want at mm-hmm. the end of the month mm-hmm. okay so, so it's never really about like it's it's never about like relationships or like how to get women or like isn't it no i don't tell people that that'd be going i'd be shooting myself in the foot (laughs) other competition (laughs) yeah i don't need more competition (laughs) (laughs) i hope you pay your bills but don't mess with my stuff right (laughs) (laughs) all women are your stuff i like that well not really i know i know i'm just teasing i'm just teasing yeah that's okay that's cool i like that you know you know yeah you can spread the money around but right yeah Mm. once you once you got that dialed in you know, if you build it, they will come. It's mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Would you trust Dave's life coaching? His life coaching? Yeah. Would you? Do you think it's? Do you think he would give good advice to people? Well, he did. Yeah, I he called did. him from Annapolis, and I said, "I'm cold." And he said, "Come to California, honey. It's warmer here." Yeah. Mm. So you kind of coached her a little bit. She's nice and warm now. Whoa. <laughs> like, <laughs> no snow. Yeah, I guess so. It doesn't really snow a lot at the beach. No, it's so. the, that's the place to be. I think before you go, uh, Cole's going to want one of those business cards too. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we both. I, I think, should hand these out. For, I think. Yeah. I think we both. I need cards. one in my wallet. I think this is honestly the best business card I've ever seen in my life. What does CPPHA mean? In the yellow pages, this is years ago. So I looked it up in the yellow pages, and it said there there are AHPPC certified. So I just ran the letters backwards and put it on there. <laughs> you put it on backwards? <laughs> <laughs> so I can't get sued. <laughs> Wait, the real thing is AHPPC? Yeah, it's back. It's, yeah, and you just wrote CPPC? I just switched the letters around. <laughs> just uh, nobody C- knows what the letters mean anyway. So. And it doesn't even say CPPHA certified. It just says C.P.P.H.A. Yeah, but... Okay, so yeah, so you just simple. you just reverse it, but you still also wrote certified professional life coach. Yeah, well, that's a lie. <laughs> 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 but you know, it's like I don't know what to tell you, babe. They're just cards for fun. Don't get all <laughs> upset about it. You know, it's a funny business card. It doesn't, it doesn't mean it's all true. <laughs> Ask your government. Oh my you gosh! Holy you shit. should get a billboard and just. If my put government this. could do it, I could print up fake cards. I love it. You should get a billboard and yeah. just have this on a billboard. Well, build billboards are a little expensive. Yeah. I got a good life without the billboards. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is so funny. It's, yeah, incredible. it's incredible. Thank yeah. you for this. Um, there you go. Just just cut that out and put your picture in there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like. I'd love to do the same thing. Yeah. I don't think I could ever look this cool though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the glasses, trust yeah, me. Yeah. No, it's the smirk. It's you got a smirk. Yeah, yeah like, there is a bit of a smirk, I've been told. It's that. incredible. And that was actually natural. I wasn't even trying to hit the picture. <laughs> they just took it. It was like, oh, there's a smirk. Man. No, this is a smirk that says, I know the secret to life. It's so beautiful. It's yeah. amazing. It's, it's such a great. Dave, we appreciate you. We appreciate you both sitting down, giving us All your right, time. Man. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. So yeah, thank, much. You, thank you so much. Here's thank a dollar so and a sticker. Here's a, do- here's a dollar and a sticker. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so much. We really want to say thank you. You yeah. guys are we're you lovely. You guys rock. Yeah. You want to be next? You want to be next? We're ready. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Next keep podcast up. Keep the sticker. Thanks so much, Dave. Keep the sticker, Dave. Okay. That way you can find out about us. See you guys. Take care. I mean, that's just wow. a perfect guest. He is the perfect guest. That's just a testament to how like older people are the best sorts of people to talk to. Yeah, they have such. They're confident in who they are. Yeah. He knows what kind of guy he is. Uh-huh. He's playful and funny, and. And he's like he's tasteful, you know. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't cross the line. He just kind of like flirts with it a little bit. Yeah. He's got he's got riz, right? Isn't he's that got a thing? riz. <laughs> Is that what people say? He's got riz. That's what people say, right? Dave Wills, Dave Willison, has riz. <laughs> he's and definitely got riz. And now we have his phone number too. Oh, I'm gonna text that guy like crazy. I mean, you just you gotta get another close up on this one more time. <laughs> this is. Let's get his number out of there. I mean, come on now. <laughs> C-P-H-H-A. <laughs> C-P-P-H-A. <laughs> he just made that up.
<laughs> he just reversed a real thing. <laughs> and the certified part is just a lie. Hello. Fresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number, number one, one meal, meal kit. kit. March. It's National Nutrition Month, and HelloFresh makes it easy to choose delicious dietitian-approved meals. Simply look for the dietitian win tag on their menu choices for meals under 700 calories, and win one third with, less. With so, one third. With one third less sodium, but you're you're also winning. You one do third. win. With the cost of groceries going up and up, now is the perfect time to get started with HelloFresh. HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% less expensive than takeout, and you don't waste a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Whenever I buy groceries from the grocery store, I feel like I end up throwing a lot of it out because it just goes bad. I don't cook it in time. Also, whenever I buy groceries, sometimes I don't, I don't get inspired to cook anything specific. Mm -hmm. And then I just like mash it all together into some goo that I insert in my mouth. And I don't like that. But with HelloFresh, they have what is actually called recipes. I've heard of that. And, and I've actually used them. And it's very specific things that they tell you to combine together. They send you all the stuff and you follow the recipe and it makes a meal. The whole thing is a full meal to eat. Delicious, delicious, yummy. Recipes honestly are great. They're easy and they're really fun. And they're things that you might have otherwise never thought to cook. Like, Cole, you could cook up something recently. I made some chicken sausage and spinach ricotta ravioli. Well, that sounds really elaborate. It must have taken you 20 days. Uh, No, it actually only took about 20 minutes. What? And guess what? It also came with tomato and lemon. HelloFresh does lemon now. And if you want to do lemon now in your life, it is a really great way to cook some fun stuff you maybe never otherwise would have cooked. And you know what? If you're on a date or you got a friend, it's a really fun way to spend the evening to cook these awesome meal together and to eat it and go, that was actually good. And I'm actually glad we're in each other's lives. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Outside60 and use code Outside60 for 60% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Outside60 and use code Outside60 for 60% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh. It's America's it's number, number one, one meal, meal kit, kit and it's what's for dinner today, tomorrow. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. So true. I am not the person I was any other time in the past because I'm always changing. Every day is a new, Andrew. And I like to explore that with my person that I actually call my therapist. Mm -hmm. and, and I've also become my new Andrew with my therapist. What? That does not seem like a good thing to, for you to become. You should become mm, Cole. Not a good move. That's what my, th my therapist says. Oh, you're bad. Yeah. But I've realized that, and now I'm becoming a better person. It's helping you. It's helping, helping you. Me. Therapy that can make you realize some really important stuff about yourself. I go to therapy every week. I really love talking through things that I'm going through, mental stuff, life, work, relationships, love, loss, and me. Wisdom. Oh. And yeah, I just think you definitely need a third party, an unbiased person in your life to be able to get you through life's challenges and even life's highs, highs and lows, you gotta you gotta process it all, and I think it's a it's a helpful to have a, a a professional to guide you through it. And if you're thinking of therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You should discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/outside today to get 10% off your first, first month. month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com/outside. BetterHelp.com/outside. It's an easy way to incorporate therapy in your life. It's online. It's over the phone. It's whatever you want it to be. Thank you, BetterHelp. And let's get back to the show. Therapy's hot. Hey, you want to sit down? Oh, this is great. Old guy. Well. Yes. 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 Look at the matching scarves. This matching like, leopard scarves. What a great outfits. Wow. Will you guys sit down? We'd love to talk to you guys. Hey, you want to sit down? Have a seat. Just tell us your names. I know you already told me, but tell them for the for the camera. Hi, Dr. Sean David Morrison. How are you? Good. How are you? And what's your name? I'm Susie. Susie. How's your guys' day going? Just got here. Oh, yeah? Nice. Were you here yesterday? No. Oh. No. What do you hope to learn today? Hey, how are you? Nice to see you. My friend Allie, she's the one who told us to come here. Hi, Allie. Thank you, Allie. Hi. What's your podcast called again? Oh, Web Crawlers. Web, Web crawlers. crawlers. Check out our podcast, Web Crawlers. Okay. Um, uh, Dr. David Morton, what are you a doctor in? Therapeutic psychology. Okay. Therapeutic and what do, you, what do you do with that? You practice? I did. You did? Uh, yeah. You're, you're done with it. You fixed enough people. Yeah. You know, how do you feel? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. don't, do, don't do drugs. Obey your mom. Obey your mom. Is yeah. that the number one thing? Oh, so there you go. Yeah. Okay. And, wow. what, and what about you, Susie? What, do you, what, what world are you in? 
She's my friend, assistant, associate. Assistant associate. But right. I used to speak at these, and uh, I've just had some health issues, and so I wasn't oh, no. invited to speak at okay. the show. Okay. Oh, I, I, hope, I hope your health issues get better. Thank you. What did you speak about? Well, I was an investigative reporter. Uh, geez, I started GPN. I started the Sci-Fi Channel. Whoa. Uh, I used to work for Unsolved Mysteries, Hard Copy. Wow. Geraldo. Um, I'm the guy that, you've seen my footage all over the place, because I'm the guy that found the hilltop that looks down on Area 51. Whoa. Whoa. Blew the off that whole thing. I was one of the first people to interview Bob Lazar back in 1990. Whoa, I know Bob Lazar. That's crazy. Well, everybody does now. Yeah. And uh, then we did sightings. Linda Moulton Howe and I did sightings. And uh, I produced the half-hour piece, uh, you know, with George Knapp. But I was the one that, uh, I'm the guy that took it from a local Vegas phenomenon and put it on the front page of the LA Times. Whoa. And turned it into a big international deal. Wow. And then Lazar wrote a book, which is interesting. Because I was really disappointed by the book because nothing he told us back in 1990 was the same as what he wrote in the book. Oh, and I thought it was going to be interesting to make it into a movie and all that, and he turned it into something really stupid. So it's oh, uh, no. Yeah. What got you into it originally? Well, my dad was vice president of TRW. And what's and, that? What does what TRW stand for? TRW, uh, Thomas Raymond Woolrich. They, they, were, they got bought by Northrop. Okay. Oh, okay. TRW so Credit. Yeah. You know, TRW, they built all the stuff for the... Okay, some government kind of stuff. They built the Apollo. I mean, they uh, okay. built the stuff that went to the moon. Yeah. Matter of fact, yeah. the uh, the same hangars where they built the lunar modules and the Saturn V and all that were all used by our were used by Marvel. Whoa! Uh, to shoot Captain America, Iron Man, all mm. that, all on Rosecrans. It goes they, deeper. You know, we'd have astronauts swimming in our pool. You know, and and they <laughs> would come back from space and they'd show <laughs> stuff on the wall of these of these UFOs and things following them out into space. So they would have these little cameras. Inside their uh, yeah, yeah. their suits, and they you know these little Bell and Howe wind up cameras. They take video out the window of the of the capsules, and they'd come over and say, "Hey man, you want to see some UFOs?" And they'd show us all these UFOs. Now, on the one hand, you had Gus Grissom, who was like, "We're just spamming a can, and that's really the secret government stuff, and you know this NASA stuff's all fake, and huh. you know they're using rockets and all that nonsense, while the real guys are using uh, anti graphitics and mm. you know uh, all that stuff, which is uh, which was all." I don't know. The Germans hmm. came up with all this junk. But then when the Roswell crash happened, I mean, that uh, the stuff we took out of the Roswell ship was... Uh, it's where we got fiber optics. It's where we got lasers. It's where we got uh, integrated circuits. It's where we got uh, uh, night vision technology. I mean, that, that all came out of the Roswell crash in 47. When you were, like, exposing all this stuff, I'm sure you had some sort of target on your back by the government. Oh, or yeah. No, they sent me to federal prison. For really? Writing, for, writing, for writing letters. Yeah. How, yeah. how long were you there? Uh, three years. Wow. For nothing. I mean, right. for a, for a, a crime that uh, that had no victims and no monetary loss to anybody. Wow. And I'm like, then how? Who? What? Huh? What was the official like sentence? Sentence. Yeah. What? What were you in prison for? Uh, I was trying to help people uh, fight the banks, so I was just writing letters to the banks saying, well, you know, pointing out the law. And I was part of a whole national movement. I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but a whole national movement that was filing what they call 1099 OIDs. You ever hear about that? Uh-uh. It basically forced the banks to pay. Okay, when you put money in the bank, for every dollar you put in the bank, you know, they do fractional interest banking, and, and they can loan out 99 cents against every dollar you put in the bank. Mm-hmm. You know that, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, How yeah, come yeah. they don't pay taxes on that? Right. right. So I just got, you know, I, I did all their paperwork to force the banks to pay the taxes. So, so you went to prison for tax fraud? That's what they claim. That's what they claim. Yeah. But, the, claim. but the judge said he told you every dime he made over five right. years. So how, And I'm, again, I'm like, how can I be guilty of tax fraud? Right, I told right. everything that I made. And right. So the whole thing was a setup. How, how about this? <coughs> On my jury, because I'd done some pieces that uh, basically all the people that Hillary Clinton had murdered. Oh. And uh, I did those on hard copy. Mm. And I did a bunch of stuff on hard copy that exposed the military and right. how they shot down civilian aircraft and right. TWA Flight 800 and all yeah. that. Didn't like it. Huh. So I had, I had uh, a woman named Ingrid Bridgetson who was the campaign manager and data collection for Obama and Hillary Clinton on my jury. Huh. As the four person on my jury. Weird. So the whole thing was rigged. And That's it was, crazy. It was just all bad. So, uh, so when you hear about anything in the world or in the news, are you immediately skeptical? You think that's not the whole story? Oh, it never is. You know, Lenin and Marx said that religion is the opiate of the people. Well, they, never, they never watch TV, man. Mm, TV. <laughs> I mean, TV is the, uh, there's a reason they call it uh, TV programming or whether or not it's the, uh, but, you know, it started out back in 91 mm-hmm. when we were taking people out to Area 51 and every yeah. Wednesday night they'd be flying ships around and we'd be uh. filming them. There was a phone out in front of uh, uh, the little alien. You ever been out there? No. What? You guys got to go. To Area 51? Yeah. Why? 
Because you have a podcast. Well, you what's happening out there? It's just desert, right? Nothing now, but it was the only time Area 51 was interesting was between 87 and uh, about 92. Hmm. What was happening then? They moved uh, nine ships in, and oh. uh, they were flying them around testing them. Uh, we had our own stuff as well that we were flying around testing. Uh, and nothing was happening at Area 51. You actually go over the hill uh, to somewhere called Papoose Lake, which is about 20 miles away. Okay. And there is a facility, a nine-hanger facility, is built into the side of the mountain. And it went down five levels. Hmm. And so the one thing we're working on now is uh, I'm working with a producer named uh, uh, John Stewart. Not the John Stewart, but mm. John Stewart. The better one. The better one, yeah. So after 25 years, I'm not sure if you've ever seen it or not. Did you ever see the alien interview footage? No. Where is it? On YouTube? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, uh, I'm not into this stuff. Okay. I'm not against oh, it. It's just oh, okay. I, I haven't All done right. research. We don't, we're not an alien podcast. Oh, we, we are okay. a general podcast that is about aliens today. Okay, all right. Well, I'm not saying I'm skeptical. I'm not saying I, I don't have one way. I don't have one opinion or another. I'm just, I, I haven't watched all this all stuff. All right, there's two minutes and 55 seconds. Okay. Of a creature. Alien interview. That has a plate of glass okay. in between them and some interviewers in the front yeah. there who are in shadow. Yeah. And this creature is just kind of, you know, he's very sick. <laughs> and the creature starts, uh, uh, starts, has kind of an attack. Yeah. And they call some medical guys in uh -huh. and they come in and check his eyes and check his mouth and whatever the thing is like, uh -uh, it's kind of flagging. Like when E.T. got sick. Yeah, like when E.T. got sick, right? Yeah. And uh, so it's been 25 years. We yeah. did the original investigations back in the sure. 90s. Nobody's debunked it. Huh. Nobody's come forward. Huh. Nobody, the guy who brought it out said, I smuggled it out of Area 51. It was two minutes 50. Look it up. It's on sure, YouTube. Sure, it's all sure. over the place. And just look up Alien Interview. You'll come up with two things. One, you'll come up with a book by Matilda... McElroy, who was the assistant to uh, uh, General Nathan Twining, mm. who was in charge of the Roswell crash. Mm. And there was one creature, wasn't even a creature, it was more a robot, that survived the crash. And it was a female named Ariel. Mm. And she would only talk to the assistant, the woman, who was the assistant of General Twining. And I learned all about this because I went to school with, with General Twining's, I uh, went to USC, mm. with General Twining's grandson, uh, mm. Jamie. Okay. So we go over to his house for Christmas and Thanksgiving and all that, and he'd talk about all this stuff, you know, because we were just kids. He figured who's going to believe us. I have seen that original interview oh. with the alien like you saw years it. ago. What do you think? Ago. I mean, I couldn't. Yeah, I, I didn't know whether it was real or not. It seems because it's just a creature in a room. When yeah. you see a when you see a UFO, you can say, okay, it's so far up, it's so far big, it's so you know, there's there's stuff that you can do. Yeah. Okay, huh. I'm sure you guys want to move on. No, 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 not necessarily. Uh, are, do you do you still have a target on your back? Are you still? Um, yeah. Yeah. I how, mean, how, I mean, I wrote books. Here's a book. Yeah, let's show it. Is this a new book? Yes. New book. And actually, these books, a guy who used to run the secret government out at Area 51 and all these other things, and the Dulce, you know, I don't know if you've heard of the Dulce Mesa or oh. all the other stuff about that, but uh, he, before he moved on. Uh, I got these manuscripts from a nasty set of lawyers in Century City mm -hmm. who said, we're going to give you these diaries about a guy who was the man in black. He was a guy who uh, ran all those secret programs and the shadow government and the whole thing. Whoa. So, so this, is, this is a fiction book, but based on real stuff, right? No, it's, well, it's nonfiction. But this it's, is nonfiction. It, it, oh, I, I, what I've done is I've kind of uh, novelized the no. diaries of this guy. Mm. And... He told me, he said, you know, if you do this, they're gonna, you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. I saw but, the word Nazi in here. Yeah, well, because a lot of this technology started with the Germans. Okay. Obviously. So, matter of right. fact, if you really want the Nazi book, hold on. This is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do want the Nazi book. There you go. There's the Nazi book. <laughs> okay. So, this, this is, book. This is book six. Yeah. Okay. There's six books in the series. There's eight books in the series, actually. Wow. Uh, look at the girl on the back. Her, their name was Sigrund. Mm. And if you get into this, the Vrildamen were these five gorgeous women mm. with super long hair. Here, I'll show you a picture of one. And five stars, Amazon.com. Yeah, five stars. It's just five stars from Amazon.com. These girls would uh, would perform. There, there's, there's Sigrid, actually, mm. in front of one of the German flying saucers. Yeah. Well. So this is part of the documents that they gave me uh, is the personal journal of uh, Baron von Rittenheim, and mm. he was the guy that actually had a castle, and he financed the German space program. So mm. the biggest mystery of the 20th century is how do we go from biplanes mm. and stop with camels 
to within 20 years the Germans having essentially space flight. Right. And, then, and then all that technology disappearing in 1945. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And these women, uh, it gets very complex, but they were channeling what they claimed were beings from uh, Aldebaran. Mm. And that we've basically been at war with Aldebaran because they set up the Sumerian mm. Babylonian civilization. Mm. So the first Reich was Babylon, mm-hmm. the second Reich was Rome, mm-hmm. and the third Reich was the Nazis. Right. This reminds me of an author that I really like, Paul T. Goldman. Have you heard oh, of yeah. him? Yeah. Yeah, you like him? Yeah. 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 So yeah. He's really good. Yeah. He's anyway, good. they're big international bestsellers and they're five star on Amazon. And, That's awesome. And, uh, That's amazing. Uh, be happy to do some more podcast stuff with you guys in the future. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I've, I've been out of it because I've had complications with throat cancer. Oh, oh no. no. So, so I haven't been able to see. I hope you continue to oh, improve. Oh. Are you nice showing up. some improvement? Yeah, I was. Uh, actually, I was uh, declared cancer free last week. Yes. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. That is awesome. That's, That's wow. amazing, Sean. Uh, you know, three years ago, I was, uh, I was terminal. Whoa. Whoa. Terminal stage four, inoperable, and I used alternative therapies. And then this is basically all this stuff here is uh, is after effects of radiation and whoa, all this whoa. stuff. But so you did it all. Yeah. Brutal. Wow. Well, and actually, the the person that convinced me to do it was the person that had the same thing I had uh, was Val Kilmer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Val, yeah. On that, Val, so that movie, documentary. Val. Yeah. yeah. And Val uh, is squamous cell throat cancer. Yeah. yeah. And he's a Christian scientist. And he said, "Look, man. He said, just break down. He said, I did all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It worked. He says, just do what the doctors tell you to do. Get the radiation. Get the chemo. Because this type of cancer, because it's need, viral, yeah, they can cure. They can cure. So after he talked to me, and did you see Top Gun? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's how he really is now. He's he, it's from his throat cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have, like, have you seen the documentary Val? Yeah, it's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Matter of fact, I set him up with his girlfriend. So oh, really? Uh, it's kind of fun. How do you so, know Val Kilmer? Um, was in the movie business. Obviously, uh, I started Sci-Fi, and right. I started yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I started UPN. Yeah. And our first show on UPN some years ago was called Strange Universe. First shows on Sci-Fi it was just cheap, cheesy stuff. It was called uh, Mysteries from Beyond the Other Dominion with Dr. Mm. Franklin Rule. Mm. And then I had a show called Declassified, mm. which was going to go to which was going to go to series, but we got replaced because they spent all their money getting reruns of Land of the Giants. Mm. Remember right. Land of the Giants? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, how many aliens do you think there are on Earth? Like, how many species? I'd say 108 different species. species? Yeah. Wow. And uh, and why is well, it? Here, well, let me let me let me quote Vladimir Putin of okay. all things. Please. So Putin's talking to Trump. Yeah. And it never got translated to Titans into the U.S. press. Yeah. But it was all over Russia, and he's sitting here across the stage from Trump, and he says to Trump, he says, "President Trump." Great impression. He says, "He says, before you are done being president." My advice to you is you must let the people know everything that you know about 9-11. He says also that there are 27 alien races on this planet, three of which are actively trying to destroy us. This is the president of Russia. (laughs) And he's telling us to Trump. Now, most people don't know that Trump is super deep into this stuff. Uh Because when Nikolai Tesla died Uh on the 33rd floor of the New Yorker Hotel, Uh the guy that was picked to go through his boxes of archives was Trump's uncle, John Trump. Mm. Trumple. Trumple, yeah, it was Trump's uncle, Jonathan Trump. And he was the one that that went through all of of Tesla's top secret stuff, all of his whatever else. So if anybody knows this stuff, it's Trump. Now, let me give you a political prediction. You probably know about Juan O'Savin, and you probably know about all these guys that have been saying that Trump's really still the president and Trump's mm-hmm. best. Sure, sure. Cole's been saying that. Yeah. What's that? He's been saying that. You've yeah. been saying that? Okay, yeah. well, I, I've been going up against these guys because I'm like, <laughs> no, it's all nonsense. And so what I said was going to happen, that Ron DeSantis and Trump were going to get into it. George Soros just put his millions of dollars, millions of dollars, behind Ron DeSantis. You split the vote right. between Trump and DeSantis, Trump will run. Mm-hmm. And he'll put together the American Independent of the Reform Party, and the Democrats can put anybody they want in. I don't understand why Trump has to run if he's still president. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't listen to I'm him. Because he's not. <laughs> just saying. Although the weird stuff is, is that with Biden, took the oath 47 minutes before he was supposed to. Mm-hmm. So instead of at noon, he took it at like 11:20 or something. And, and it's like you know, so there's something about that. Maybe he wanted to be president a little longer. He couldn't wait. You know, Christmas morning, you kind of want to open the presents a little early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Well, I can't tell you one thing that I discovered that I was one of the researchers on is that uh, some time ago, it's pretty easy. When you're looking up companies and corporations, mm-hmm. all you got to do is look up, uh, have you ever heard of Dun & Bradstreet? Not yet. Okay, you go to the Dun & Bradstreet website, and they list 60 million corporations in the United States. Mm-hmm. Look up the United States government. 
Mm-hmm. And you look it up, it's got 2.7 million employees, mm. 1500 Pennsylvania Avenue, which is the Congress. It said the owner and the CEO of the government of the United States was Archbishop Derek R. McLeod, okay. who runs the Archdiocese on uh, Michigan and 4th Street in Washington, D.C. Okay. So I called this guy, put him on the radio, <laughs> okay. 60 times I called him. He's like, oh, he's at a pancake breakfast, oh, no, he's in Ireland, oh, he's meeting with the Pope, oh, I can't talk Yeah, that's some raise right there, 60 so, times. In 2019, at the same time Trump forms the Space Force, which all links into this, he disbands the federal corporation. So now it is no longer owned by the Vatican. When you become president, you sign three oaths of office. And this is what I said. I bet a bunch of people that when Obama was going to take his oath, that Obama was, was going to find a way to flub up the oath. And I had a friend of mine call me, the guy that gave me these books, called me from the rotunda said, I owe you a hundred bucks. I can't believe I'm sitting here watching this guy screw up the oath, just like you said. Why do you think he screwed it up? What was that Because he's not a citizen. Oh. He wasn't a citizen. Right. Now, this is even weirder. That's pretty I, weird. I had a friend of mine who was a lady, lady who was a Canadian Secret Service. Yeah. She was the Homeland Security woman. She's a little, little troll woman. Uh, <laughs> she is, she's a midget. She's a dwarf. Uh, what the hell was her name? <laughs> anyway, troll. so she was Homeland Security. Yeah. And uh, she said, we have all the security because she's carrying the nuclear suitcase. Mm -hmm. And I said, why? And she goes, because they won't give it to Obama because he's not a citizen. Mm. So I have to do this whole extra stuff. I'll, I'll remember her name. I think Troll stuff. Woman works. Yeah, she's a little think, Troll Woman. Yeah. But trolls aren't citizens either. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> they live under bridges. And they, you know, they I don't know. On, they eat billy goats and they live on the internet. You know, like, know. Troll like, is the right like, like you guys do. <laughs> hey, what do you think about all that? <laughs> what do you guys like stunned to do? Stunned into silence. What do you What do you guys like to do for fun? What do What do each of you do Come for do fun? This. Talk to podcasts. Talk to okay, okay. What do you do for fun? I research. Oh, okay. Everything you know, everything's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you help him do research and you back him up and stuff? Sometimes? Yeah, in in a certain way. Certain I, way. I do. Um, I verify and confirm and, and um, she gets sure. me all the podcasts where I have to go on the podcast and right. go, you guys are totally full of crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right. you don't know what you're talking about. But we do have one argument. Oh yeah. yeah. What's that? Don't, no, 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 no. <laughs> yes. No, I'm going to no, bring it up. No, no, no. Yeah. Bring it up. I believe that it's possible that the earth is flat. Mm. Yeah. 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 And I keep telling her that it can't be flat because if the earth was flat, cats would have knocked everything off the surface yeah. of the earth. Mm-hmm. It would have just yeah. gone giant cats. Yeah. Just you're not convinced one way or the other, but you think it's possible. No, I believe, uh, I believe that it is not a globe. Mm. Mm. <sighs> I'm not saying it's a table flat sure, where sure. cats are going to knock. It's a mm-hmm. huge ellipsoidal. No, I don't even believe it's shaped it's, like a pear. It's shaped like it's shaped like Oprah. Neil deGrasse it's a big, Tyson's version of right. being a sphere obloid, whatever the hell. Yeah. You mm-hmm. think it's a bit more flat? And who I do you think yeah. who do you think is responsible for propagating the lie that it's a globe? The same people that are that are propagating everything, everything else that's else. going on. Yeah, because if they lied about... Okay, let's just... Okay, hypothetically. Sure, sure. If if it is not a globe, yes. and they've been lying to us all this time, what else have they lied to us about? Sure. Mm. So it's it's all mm-hmm. kind of goes hand in hand in my mind. But it's the only thing we've kind of... Butt- yeah, Sean Davis is laughing at you that, over here. He's straight up other laughing. Other than that, I, you know, I, I totally believe everything that Sean I've been said. around the earth. I've been, I've gone oh, that way and no, come back the other haven't. way. Yes, you I have. have not it's just funny around. that you go off you for 40... You 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 go off here. for half an hour about a lot of stuff, and then she brings up one thing and you laugh at her. You gotta have some. You gotta have an open mind. Keep him on his toes because you wind him up. You had. You have no idea what you guys stepped into. So where can people find these books on Amazon? Right. Uh, Strange Universe Radio. Okay. Strange Strange Universe Universe Radio. Look that up. On Amazon, Sean David Morton on Amazon, and I've got uh, actually here. Here's book two. Got all of them. Here's book book two. Book two. Really good. They're excellent. Are you? Who designs the covers? I do. Cool. Very and cool. Uh, that's book two. Yeah. And that's book six. Yeah. What do you think is the best one to start with? That the one. first one. That one. That's the one. Okay. One. You have to start at the beginning. You really? Start at the beginning. Yes. Okay. There's all things that un un un. un, un this un, is un, the what third one? Six. That's book six. Oh, book six. Actually, because okay. there's all. Wait, I've got more. Hold on. Oh, uh, book that's five. Yeah. Antebellum. Nice. What I find fascinating, especially when you read the first book, is that a lot of it is based on here in California. Now, one of the things you might find interesting about this is that one of the things this guy gave me. Mm. Yeah, what do you mean? You said the guy gave you the books? I call him Ted Humphrey, not mm-hmm. his name. Yeah. Okay. But uh, so I get a call from these really scary lawyers that live over, that, that are in the butthole building over in uh, Century City. Mm-hmm. You know, this building looks like a sphincter. Yeah. Okay. And they call me up and they said, we have a probate matter. And I'm like, 
Sounds like something that goes in a butthole. Yeah, probate. No, yeah, yeah, exactly right. And so I go up there. Very scary lawyers who make me sign a bunch of you know NDAs, non-disclosure mm-hmm. stuff, and they hand me these journals, this you know big stack of diaries. Mm. And they said the only thing you can do, you can't publish his name. And he's got living relatives. He's got a wife who lives in Russia. And, you know, he's got living relatives, and you just can't you know you can't use certain names for security mm-hmm. clearances mm-hmm. and all that. And I was familiar with that because you know I'd worked for Hard Copy and and Unsolved Mysteries and and. Uh, you know, Paramount and all that. So we'd have to protect Geraldo. Sor- have to protect mm. sources. So and, that, okay. and that's what you base them on. Yeah, and I signed all the stuff, and then I started t- going through the diaries, hearing this guy's story. Wow! But he was behind the scenes on the the big war at Dulce. Uh, he was running Area Fifty One between eighty seven and ninety two when the saucers were there. Huh. Uh, when the alien creature was there, when they were shooting stuff down. So those so those diaries uh, are like your own kind of like. Uh, Golden tablets of John Joseph Smith, John Joseph Smith, the Mormon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like given to him from God. It's kind of like <laughs> yeah. that, a little bit. Yeah, just put me with the Mormons. Like <laughs> no, that. no, in a good way. It's like you got so, these kind of secrets. So source. here's the cool part about this. What I did is that see this equation on the front. This is the equivalent of E equals M C squared. S equals M negative M G C mass G C above D S A B. That that equation wow. is the unified field theory. Wow. And that equation is what allows us to travel through space and time. And what allows them actually, uh, I patented it and copyrighted the equation. Not like you can do that, but they used it for uh, basically a phone system, what they call G-phones. And now they have uh, they have communication systems that can communicate with anybody, anywhere. Right here. Uh, in the universe. iPhone. In the universe. Yeah, oh, if you no. were in, literally in the Andromeda galaxy, I could talk to you on the phone. It's a G-phone. Okay. And they call them G phones, and they, you know, they're like Dick Tracy kind of, you know, watches. Wrist that's watches. just a regular watch, though. That's a Rolex, though. So that's their one, you know, communication system. And the biggest thing they do, the reason these books are called Time Runner, is because we found a way to uh, basically teleport through space instantaneously, Whoa. anywhere. So that's what all these things are about. And what you don't realize is that while we've been sitting here safe, not realizing what's going on, there's been a big war. Mm. That's being taken place behind the scenes. If you wonder where these trillions of dollars are going, and they're yeah. all disappearing, and that's where it's going. Uh, the day before 9/11, Rumsfeld was saying, "Well, we just lost two trillion dollars. We don't Whoa. know where it went. Oh, and we're going to cut the budget by 80 percent." And I remember watching the TV going, "That's not going to happen. I wonder, wonder what's going to happen tomorrow." Whoa. That was 9/10. At 9, yeah, it was 9/10. Yeah. And then the next Doing day the was 9/11. Cool. Yeah, well, so. check out the books. Yeah. Uh, we're going to give you Thank a dollar so and a sticker to each Thank of you. you. And real quick, are you friends with Paul T. Goldman? Do you know? Are you like? I, are you close I'm close with him. You're interviewed Sean David Moore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's because his books are really a similar kind of vibe. I think. Yeah. Paul T. Goldman, yeah. Paul T. Oh, you guys do all your stuff outside. Here's one other interesting thing I'll give you. Yeah. I just saw an interview with a guy who calls himself the man in black. And he did this interview in like 2008. And in the interview, he said part of the plan was they were going to release a virus on the population in 2017. Whoa. Damn. And he said, if that happens, now mark my words, you can check this on the web. Look up interview with a man in black. He said, if that happens... Then in 2024, they're going to use blue beam holographic technology to begin a fake alien invasion of Earth. And then that way, they're going to put in their new world order and do whatever. Now, I'm not sure I believe it, but it's interesting that everything that he predicted, and he claims to have actually murdered a bunch of UFO researchers, you know, so including a girl that I knew that he claims he strangled and, you know, watched the life go out of her eyes. It's pretty scary shit out there. Yeah. And uh, right. the only reason that I got this information was because when I was working for Raldo, uh, we had a guy called Ghostwalker. I know that guy. You know, I've Ghost, heard of a Ghostwalker. Heard of I've, Ghost heard of, I've heard of him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. the guy with Ghostwalker. Oh, wow. wow. And uh, I had people calling me on the phone saying, this guy's an assassin, and watch your ass, man. And I'm like, he's sleeping on my couch. Holy God. You know, I've, wow. got, a, I've got a gun under my pillow because he's out there with his stripper Jesus. girlfriend. But I mean, that's, won- a, that's on you for letting a guy named Ghostwalker sleep on your couch. Well, he wanted $250,000, and this one is working for Raldo. Thank you, Sean David. Yeah, uh, we'll thank check you out so your books. For your thanks time. for giving us your time. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. For your time. And we're happy to hear your health is improving. That's really great. That's truly great. Thank great you. Yeah. This is my first post-cancer interview. Great. Amazing. Awesome. We feel honored to be part wow. of it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank Have a great so day, you guys. Hello. See? Oh, you know his books? Oh, amazing. Hi, wow. How are you? What's your name? Nori. Hi. Wow. She's giving him money. Give me $100. It's $100. What do you like about his books? I haven't read it yet. I'm supposed to be take a whole week off. Oh, and then you're gonna read them? At a cafe. She just handed him a hundred dollar bill. She just gave me hundred dollars. You're gonna read all of them back to back. That's gonna be a wild week. That's why I'm taking a whole week. <laughs> She's taking a whole week off to read his books. You gotta 
Wild signature. Trust no one. <laughs> trust no one. You see that? Look at that. It says trust no one in all like hieroglyphic type uh, font. Elaborate <laughs> <laughs> signature in the yeah. world. Well, for I love it. For a hundred bucks, hundred bucks. Be. That's a great signature. Oh, Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for being so generous. Thank you so much. Well, wow. W- at what point did he lose you? Uh, I don't think he ever did. <laughs> I'm really fully in. Okay. Yeah, you you were lost. No. No, I was. No, fu- I, I, you what just seem lost. So no, 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 no. I'm fully in. I'm no, full I just. Okay, pr- I yeah. just, No, I just ordered all the books. I gave him hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. No, I'm in. Oh, you gave him another hundred. Yeah, bucks? I, I, I didn't put on put it in the episode, but yeah, I did give him hundred dollars. Oh wow. That's yeah, no, I'm fully in. You were lost. Um, no, no, oh. uh, you seem lost. No, no, I, I was in. No, I'm fully in. No, I'm in. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I love that he loves Paul T. Goldman. <laughs> I mean, that's a really good part of that. If you don't, if you guys, uh, we talked about this at length on Patreon the other week, but you need to watch Paul T. Goldman on Peacock. On Peacock. It's basically that guy. It's, it's incredible. Um, <laughs> it's six episodes. It's really good. It's worth it. You can't describe it. It's genre bending. There's no... Yeah, yeah, but, but it's similar to that guy. Similar books. Similar books. Very similar books. Very similar books. Um, huh. And it's cool that he knows him. Um, this woman wants to talk about an indu- ab- abduction with proof that she has with metal in her brain. Okay, I guess we can leave that on Patreon. This woman's been abducted. She's got proof. I think we have to do it. Yeah. Yeah, this has been an awesome time here at AlienCon. Um, Learned a lot. I think we got pretty much exactly what we wanted, which is two long interviews with guys and their girls kind of sit there silently. <laughs> That's kind of what we wanted. Yeah, but then we also got an abduction story, which is on Patreon. Yes, a woman came up and wanted to tell us about her abduction story. You can see a little preview of that here, and she came on Patreon, and it was, uh, yeah. Yeah. We're we're hoping to get her her info out there. Yes. Thank you so much for watching or listening. We love you all. We love you. It was such a great time. We'll see you soon. See you soon. (laughs) Wow, aliens are so bay. True. Right. Some weird crap happened with this audio that's never before happened with our show before. And it it was like right when that woman started talking about her abduction story, one of our tracks I can't explain it. It became non-linear. It's the same exact time recording-wise as everything else, but the time is different. Like took sections from earlier and put it in later and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it makes no sense. I don't know. It's aliens. It's weird. Very weird. And there's like some weird radio static noises. It sounds like a technology tunnel. And even in sending the audio chips clips to Cam via WeTransfer, it didn't send one of the tracks, which Mm-mm. has never happened before yeah, ever. Yeah, it like purposely left out the one of the tracks. And we select it by the folder. I don't even select the individual tracks, so I don't know why it wouldn't upload one of them. Yeah, very weird. Very strange stuff happened, and it makes me think aliens might be real. And check out Paul T. Goldman. Oh, you must. On um, Peacock. Peacock. It's a great show. Friend of the show, Jason Wallander, made it. It's amazing. Um, Thanks for watching and listening. Thank you for seeing us on tour. And uh, we'll catch you on the flip. Catch you on the flop. Okay. Whoa, is that alien? Yeah, it is. But inside, oh, they're gonna podcast, not inside. Yeah, it's just a podcast, but outside, oh, you got a podcast. What's inside? How do you spend most of your retirement? Running women and getting intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs>